Why can't we be more accepting and much more generous and be thankful for the things that we have instead of always trying to find things to bitch about? I mean, concentrate on the good things. Welcome to a new episode of Most Memorable Journeys. My guest today is somebody that I met in Clubhouse. And then I started being in touch a little bit. And then I realized what a traveler this man is. He's been to 107 countries and traveling is definitely his passion. But then I found out that there is a lot more behind that. There is um, a story, and uh, I think this is the story that we want to talk a little bit about, except many other things. Um, a second lease on life, and um, I want to welcome you, Andre, the AP traveler, Andre Perez Gomez. Welcome to Most Memorable Journeys. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you for having me, Elizabeth. This has been... Uh, really, like you said, a journey in for us to finally sit down and, and have a chat. Um, I agree. I remember seeing and listening to you in Clubhouse and in, 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 in the spark of energy that you provided and in great ideas. And it's the kind of thing that somehow you're following the light, but you don't know why, really. So I, I thank you really um, for this opportunity. There is a certain type of citizens of the world who got together in that um, airport, international airport lounge, which had been created in Clubhouse, because we were all desperate to travel and we were all stuck. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely true. I mean, I felt like I was a cage animal um, because I get a thrill. I get such a thrill of uh, meeting new people to trying to understand how they view the world. Language is not a barrier for me, uh, at least I thought until I got to China, since I'm fluent in five. But um, it, the idea is to communicate, you know, to break down barriers, to create bridges, and, and to understand where they're coming from and what makes them tick. And to me, yeah, Jetty saying from one part of the world to the other, it doesn't scare me like some people that I know that is like, oh, you don't know anybody, but 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 what if, what if? And it's like, you know, what if can happen even in your own house, you know? So um that's pretty much and eventually became my passion. That is so true. Now tell me, how did this all begin? When did the travel bug bite you? When did it start? <laughs> oh my God. It's funny that you mentioned that because um my mom was Brazilian. So um, so that's part of my heritage. And we were going down to Brazil. And I still remember, I mean, I still remember being very little. Uh, and when you still have to go up the stair, you know, to get to the plane, it was a 747 from Pan American that had stopped in Caracas. And, and, and we were, that's when I thought, I love this. I mean, you know, to trying to see what a beautiful you know, bird to be able to just, you know, take you from in out within hours from one place to the other in the world, I, I somehow that struck me. So any kind of travel being, you know, in that order, pretty much, you know, planes, trains, and boats, it, it's all, all the principle of what's really on the other side of the hill. I mean, I really want to see is the kind of like following Alexander von Humboldt, you know, just let's explore, let's find out, and let's see how things do the daily routines elsewhere. Yeah, that is true. I mean, you know what I sometimes feel when I am somewhere, not in my country, not in my home, which is either Switzerland or Cyprus, sometimes when I am in a place 
And I see, I look at people in a car or I look at, I look at the window in a house and I, I, I realize, you know, these people live here. This is their home. You know, it's, it's, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but it's actually. Well, well, you know, Elizabeth, I absolutely understand because I, I do the same thing. I always feel that, I mean, like I bought myself a ticket to, to, to an event, you know, like if you're going to the opera and, and I, and, but I'm not the player, the player I'm there to observe, you know, like how people live. You know, I love going to markets and see what do they consume? Um, how do they entertain themselves? You know, um, just like, you know, my last, um, in which um, I was in Yerevan in Armenia. I mean, one of the first things I did, it was like, I, when I noticed that they had this humongous, beautiful building for, for the performing arts, it's like, okay, what do they have? I mean, that way it gives me a little bit of an insight of their cultural proclivity regarding arts. And, and it turned out to be an opera for um, for kids. And I bought a ticket and I didn't know what to expect. I just thought that um, I just want to see this. And, and and it was so joyous and and. and so I understand, you know, exactly where you're coming from. Just walking by the street and you see like Madonna, you know, the lady on the window just trying to gather um, their, their clothes that are drying. It's like, OK, what's going to be next? And she already had lunch prepared. Who's coming to lunch? You know, and, and, and then the very regular things that everybody does at different levels around the world, but just, you know, that we're not necessarily accustomed to. Yeah, this is exactly what I meant. And, you know, what you just said about the lady who is hanging out the washing. This is exactly it. People living and we're all doing more or less the same thing, aren't we? I find it fascinating to see how other people live. And I understand, I mean, you've been so far to 107 countries. I mean, this is a lot. I have been to many countries. <laughs> I've, I've, lived, I've lived because I was a tour guide and I... I always say that. I say that in every episode, but I do believe that we are all the same. We all have the same needs. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I take issue of that's a lot because it all depends how do you compare. I mean, I have a circle of really good friends um, that all started in in travel conference and stuff that they are way, way ahead. And then we we sometimes, you know, finally get together to exchange information of like, you, you cannot miss this. You cannot, you know, you have to go and check this cultural part. But one of the things that I, I want to go back to what you said about the lovely lady by the window that you can relate to is the fact that how far a simple smile can really introduce you to a lot of people. I mean, it, 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 you cannot help... Even if you're having a bad day, somebody smiles at you, you, you tend to smile back. And that could be opening, like, well, where are you from? You know, hello, my friend. Come on in. Let me, you know, can I serve you some tea or something? Because it's not every day that they see that. Like when I was, again, back in, in Armenia, there are not that many Americans, you know, uh, you know, that are in that area. And people were just absolutely so kind. I mean, it's just like, what brings you here? And I'm like, you guys, I mean, I wanted to see the history. The, so, you know, our, our country, you know, mm-hmm. the idea that somebody is coming from the other side of the world just because it's interested in you, that is golden. Yeah. And, and to me, I get to appreciate, especially um, the things that here in the West, we tend to always, unfortunately, and I'm not going to try to blame the media or anything else, but we always seem to be finding fault with a lot of things. And then you go back to places that have much less resources and you seem to notice how easygoing and how happy people are 
And that's when, you know, in those long flights, I'm thinking, why can't we be more accepting and much more generous and be thankful for the things that we have instead of always trying to find things to bitch about? I mean, concentrate on the good things mm-hmm. and, and appreciate what you do have as opposed to what you could perceive that are negative in your life. And that goes so well into the things that I've said, I, I read about you that I was like, I'm delighted to be here with you, to be that honest. That is so sweet. And yes, I totally agree with you because if you want, you can always find something bad. But you, if you want, you can also find something good. And I think this is what, it, it always depends what you focus on. But um, I want to, and, and another thing that you, when you start appreciating life even more is when you are not well anymore and you weren't well for a while and uh, got more or less a, a, a second opportunity. And I think that made you want to see even more. Um, what I, happened? Absolutely. I mean, um, I was diagnosed without um, any fault of my own, if you will, with bone cancer um, in, in my late in, in my late 20s. And I say no fault of my own because, you know, some people usually say, even though that I don't agree, but I understand the logic that, you know, let's say you're a smoker and you were a smoker. And it's like, well, you see, you inflicted that on your own, blah, 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 you know. And and, and and somehow we always tend to find fault and culpability. And to me, um, it just happened. The doctors say, I mean, if, if you really want to place this in some sort of a box or something, yeah, you pretty much follow a pattern. I mean, you're a male. Um, it happened in one of your joints and, um, you know, in a specific age. So I can concentrate and bitch all I wanted about why me, why me, you know, or I'm like, you know what? This is not going to actually knock me out. I got things to do in this earth. So let's go at it. It wasn't easy. I've always been very independent and uh, I really had to unplug from my, re- my life in order to get better. And thanks to the incredible wonderful, dedicated people at MD Anderson here in Houston, Texas, uh, I'm here today because of them. I mean, um, I couldn't, you know, think of any other way. Although my doctor, he disagreed. He said that um, your quest for life was so powerful that I cannot really justify you being here. You just, you, you had an agenda that you still, you know, needed to to complete. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, your first life, your parents gave it to you, but you just earned your second one. And how many times do you really have a second chance, a second chance in life? So um, I think that's where really the transformation of how I view the world pretty much started. Uh, although, of, co- of course, you know, the bug <laughs> of travel was already there. I guess I turn it for better, you know, uh, um, to, to really get to to do what, what you're passionate about and it's to connect with people and to see how you can help and how you can be a positive factor in, in their lives. Sometimes, you know, people, they just need a hug. They just need somebody to listen to, to, to them. Sometimes they, they are inspired by, by even your presence, a simple smile. And in our daily routine of go, go, go all the time, I, I know it sounds crazy and, and it sounds very um, cliche, but we really don't take the time to stop and smell, you know, the, the flowers until mm-hmm. probably now in the pandemic. And I remember when I left one time, um, I got really, really ill just from one uh, sneeze. 
my 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 defenses were very very low. I was at the hospital trying to. You know, I was there to get blood work done, and I couldn't even go up a flight of stairs. I had to take the elevator, and there was um. And I always waited for the elevator to be sort of empty, just in case, because the body was very sensitive. And my luck is that the doors are about to close. And it's funny because I always remember this, like it happened yesterday. And there was this lady that came in. She stuck her hand in, opened the door. And sure, I I, I got all the way to the corner of the elevator and um, the doors closed. She pressed, uh, she was going to the fifth floor. I was only going to the first floor. And she sneezed. Oh, no. I didn't think anything about it. I got to the first floor. I was my, my it was 11 o'clock in the morning. That was when my uh, appointment for blood draw was. And and to make the story short, um, at 11 o'clock at night, I had to be admitted to the emergency room with 104 fever. And um, I stayed at the hospital for two and a half weeks. They had to hydrate me with four different antibiotics and stuff. And my routine was stuck in that room. And I remember that when I finally came, it was around five o'clock, the sun was setting. I was with my mom and my and my siblings. And I was like, excuse me, hold on. So I, I walked, I had a crutch with me and I sat on the lawn in front of the hospital and just to absorb the sun because the, the room I had been in didn't necessarily have great sunlight. And something as basic as that, you know, to see again the sunset, the different hues of uh, orange and red and all that. And that day, that lawn had just been cut. So the smell of that, it, it became very powerful. And mm. not never again would I ever underestimate the good things that we do have in life, you yeah. know, as no matter how basic it is, because you only, it is what, it's just like what Shakespeare said, you only appreciate things once they're gone. And you're like, I don't ever have to wonder or think about that yeah. going forward. So in a way, that's, yeah. So um, I eventually got better. Let's and, go um, a little bit to your next, to your last trip, Andre, because I noticed I started following you and I saw you were all over the place. You <laughs> you went from, like, how do you, do you plan your trips in advance or do you? Yeah, well, oh my God. I have, I know, and, and, and that's why I always welcome people to say, you know what, laugh all you want is it, it, the best medicine. But I have a checklist of places and itineraries already built that I, um, that whenever I'm able to trigger them, uh, and by that I mean, you know, I'm able to find availability or, or routing and stuff, and, I, and most importantly, the time, then I go. And in this case, I... You know, for the listeners, um, this is a trip that um, I had to go to Germany. It was my first time outside of the U.S. in within a year, and I thought, well, I mean, I'm not just going to go and turn around and you know fly the right back. So I said, hmm, <laughs> where else? I had thought about this before. You know, where else? I have not really been that I want to go. And I really want to explore. And um, of course, Armenia was there. Lebanon was there. Uh, Cyprus. I, yes. I was dying to go to Cyprus for so long. And, and, and in a way, that's the power of, of the media. Uh, there is a follower and, and that um, he posted months ago, beautiful, beautiful shots of Cyprus. And, and, and as an international affairs graduate in economics and all that and in and a buff regarding eco historical geography and stuff 
I knew about Cyprus, but you know, I, I'd never been. It was one of those things that is like I find it so interesting. And then you know, Armenia was the same thing. So um, I was able to actually put it together. I mean, I I got a bunch of some of a lot of the tickets were pretty much from uh, miles and the availability of the flights that I needed to to get and how do I connect and 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 uh, the possibility if I were to need you know visas or whatever. And it all lined up. I mean, sometimes, yes, trying to put an itinerary together is kind of like corralling cats, I guess, <laughs> you know, yes. because I want to try a new product, which means, you know, a new airline if I could. Um, and, and, and how am I going to get out of the place? I mean, how would I get back to the States? So uh, that's how I ended up in, in, in Armenia. And it was a, an absolutely eye opener. I mean, for me, it was just. And, and it seems for a lot of my followers on, on Instagram that um, some of them thought that I was nuts. I mean, they sent me private messages like, why do you go to so many strange places? And I'm like, strange to whom? I mean, it's, it's just discovery. Think about the history. I mean, think about and And, and at the end of everything that I posted, it, it was very satisfying to know that a lot of people say, you know, you changed my mind. Not that that was the purpose. But from everything they saw and the things, the comments that I've shared, uh, I'm definitely going to put up, you know, Armenia in 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 Cyprus in in, in 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 Lebanon, even though that you know is dangerous. And I'm like, you need to be wise, whatever you are. I mean, um, I had never been attacked, thank God, overseas. The only place on earth that I ever had a gun pointed at me was here in my hometown of Houston. So. Um, you know, there are certain things that you can control and there are certain things that you definitely cannot, but that should not make you worried or concerned that you cannot go and explore the wonderful world that we live in. Yeah, I totally, I mean, the only place I have traveled a lot and the only place where something was stolen from me was actually in my hometown in Lucerne in Switzerland, which is hard to believe. Oh, but I love Luzerne. Well, it, it, and I, I bet you it was dramatic, you know, for you because you, first of all, you, you don't expect it. And second, you realize and you think about it, I should have been a little bit more careful yes. at the end of the day. I totally that's agree. The, that's the takeaway. That's yes. the takeaway. I mean, I, I okay, <laughs> I feel that I'm playing cards with you, you know, kind of like, okay, you just put like a 10. Okay, here's a jack. Because my revelation happened at the Vatican, okay? Oh, I was doing crazy. interrail. I was doing interrail with a friend of mine. And and, and and as a Christian, you know, that's one of the holiest places. And of course, that's where people who want to take advantage of the visitors. And uh, I was a student, so I had very, very little money. And and, and good, a good chunk of it, you know, was taken away by somebody that, oh, you know, just he was lost, baloney. He bumped into me and little that I know later on, my money was gone. That is crazy. But it, it's it's in crowded places. And I think, um, you know, for, for people who are listening, it, it's it's important to be careful. It's important. But then again. Oh, God, yes. I mean, you, again, <laughs> Elizabeth, you're absolutely right. And that's what I learned, you know. Uh, again, I think things are put in your path for a reason yeah. in this life. And, and it's for you to learn. And what I learned is that I was so enthralled with the architecture, with the fact that it was at the Vatican, especially, you know, as a Catholic and, and, and all that, that I didn't pay attention to my surrounding. Obviously, there was somebody that was watching me. And it's like, oh, there is another, you know, crazy tourist um, <laughs> enthralled with all this. He's going to be my next victim. 
So I learned that when I had all those kids that are coming, oh, hello, and money, money, and whatever, I always stay away from being surrounded by anybody because I know that in the process of trying to distract you, they're there for one purpose and one purpose only most of the time. I'm not saying all the time. I'm very approachable, but I notice when people are in the prowl, and that's what I learned you know, back then. And I agree with you. I mean, you just have to be... Uh, more conscientious and and be aware of your surroundings and and that ties in into one of the I used to give um I used to volunteer for Hostel International one of the great organizations that allowed me to travel for many many years because you know uh, you know airfare or transportation is usually your number one concern of for travel expenses and then where are you going to stay and you know growing up in in in, in Europe. Um, which is much more inclined to stay in, you know, this is before, of course, Airbnb and all that, to hostel. Um, that's how I was able to know that I had, you know, clean, safe places for me to spend the night that they were affordable. So um, when I had the opportunity to give back, I became the director of programming for the Houston chapter. And that was part of the lecture that I actually gave about traveling 101, women traveling solo and stuff, is to give them tips to empower them to know that don't be concerned or be don't be so petrified that you think you cannot do it and you have to be, you know, in a group of, of, of a tour that's going to cost you much more money with people that you may not necessarily like for you to be able to travel. If you follow certain things, you know, um, and you plan it out, you can have a very safe journey without necessarily being at the mercy of, you know, of somebody else. And um, and it's exactly what you said. I mean, just that was one of the number of things that I always told people is um, always be um, aware of your, of your surroundings and do not, trying to blend in as the way you dress, don't start sticking out like a, you know, sore thumb um, because you, you're bringing attention to yourself. That's why when now that I travel, I barely use my iPhone to take pictures. I don't pull my Nikon camera. <laughs> oh, yeah, that looks nice, that fountain. I mean, it's like, how many locals do you see walking around with a huge equ- camera equipment unless they are in a group shooting, I don't know, a, a, a commercial or something? Uh, so yeah. the idea is don't bring attention to yourself. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, these guys are professional, lots of these people. I remember when I used to do tours in the U.S. and we would stay in Las Vegas, you know, when I arrived with a tour group in a hotel lobby in Vegas. And people were so fascinated by all the lights and the blinking and the slot Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there were guys walking around the hotel lobby just waiting for somebody not to watch their bag or what was, you know, I, I knew that. I told them and I warned them and I told them to be careful. But somebody who doesn't know that may may be unlucky. Well, there you have it. I mean, that's why you were there to 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 show the light and, and the right path. And, and that's what travel does. I mean, I really believe in the saying that the only thing that enriches you in life is, is travel. I mean, um, because it, it it shows you and it teaches you that things are not necessarily have to be done the way that you're accustomed to it. And just because somebody else does it differently doesn't make him, you know, weird. It's just something that you can, you know, wow, I never thought about this. Um, so, so yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the kind of thing that um, even in, 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 I even posted that. I mean, <laughs> in Lebanon, I was so thrilled to be there. I've been dying to go even before one of my trips was, you know, to go to Egypt. 
and and then and then Jordan and and, and then Lebanon and end up in Syria and Damas and Damascus. You know, the the, the longest uh, what um, living city since the beginning of time or so. And um, so to to be there just even briefly, and I was just filming and videoing the the ride that I was in because my time was very limited. And there was all this, you know, once in a while you get a motorcycle going by. And then there was this couple, there's two guys that went by. And that's the other thing that I love about being part of the Arab world, which I think that many times people don't seem to understand. They're one of the nicest bunch of people that I've known. I, I love the food and, and all the incredible stark beauty, natural beauty that you can find. It's not just, you know, sand and, and, and camels or whatever, like some people tend to perceive. Mm -hmm. So the guy just made a, a really comical approach and he kind of like lifted his arm. Mind you, he's driving parallel to us. And I finally noted, and the guy behind him kind of like gives me this, this look with a big smile, like pay attention. And what they're pretty much telling me is that since I had my arm out, even though I was holding on to my phone very, very tightly, that somebody can pretty much drive by and grab it and steal it from my hand. And I told that to the driver. <laughs> the driver's like, oh, yeah, but not necessarily in this part of town. And I'm like, and I thought about it. It's like, why didn't you tell me this? <laughs> well, it's not part of his job, you know. But the guy in a, such a friendly, and I was able to capture that on video, you know, just such a friendly reminder. It's like, we're happy that you're here, but be wise. And, and that is, again, another blessing. It's just that, you know, it, it, the things that you get to learn as you travel. Absolutely. And I think um, many places in the world have a bad name because of the media, because all the mostly fake news and lots of rubbish that is being spread about. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I could not agree with you more. And and one of the things that I can bring up, if I can bring up one or two, is Russia. I mean, even though that, you know, and I always tell people you need to differentiate two things. One thing is the government and the mm -hmm. other one is the people. Yes. And I've been fortunate to be in Russia a, a, a few times. The people are tough because they need to protect themselves. But the minute that they kind of get to know you as you, they are a bunch of nice individuals. I mean, they're somehow when I invite you to drink vodka to come and eat or, 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 or to tell you about how proud they are uh, and they should be of their history. I mean, you know, and, and, and it's the largest country on, you know, uh, on the planet, 11 time zone. If you like nature, I mean, my God, they have so many, you know, things to offer. And people are like, why do you go there? It's like, well, I can always say, you know, why do I go to Vegas or anywhere? I mean, you know, I've been told, it's like, why can you be normal? Like everybody go to, if you want to go to a foreign place, you go to Cancun. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't know about what normal is. You know, if you want to be entertained, you go to Vegas. If you want to go to the beach, you go to Florida. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, but that sounds really boring. I mean, I like going to places like, you know, <laughs> Armenia, Australia, uh, Mongolia, Turkey, you know, Zanzibar. Uh, <laughs> I remember somebody asking, that sounds like a bar. That sounds like a nightclub. It's like, no, it's an island of the coast of Tanzania with incredible history of cult cultural history. And, uh, and and of course, that's when they look at me. It's like, yeah, you're not really the average individual. And it's like, oh, God, no, I hope not. 
<laughs> Definitely not. And you are so right about Russia. You are so right about the, the you know, saying that the government, there is a big, big difference between the people and the government in any country. Most people, you know, people don't always agree. And um, it's it's so often so unreal, the stuff that we hear. And now that you mentioned Zanzibar, you intrigued me with Zanzibar. How much have you traveled in Africa? Well, I feel, n- <laughs> I know it's going to sound very cliche and no and i'm not being paid to say any of this but i really don't think africa to me is like india you can never get enough um i have traveled i mean is the is the one continent with the most countries i mean 54 and i only been to a small portion of it i mean uh i love south africa i've been there many many times cape town is my number two uh favorite city in the world what's the number um, one um I love Sydney, Australia. I, I love the energy. I, I love I, I love the Australia. Yeah. The city. I love cities by the water. And 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 I think that I learned to appreciate that when I went to um high school in Geneva, Switzerland. And 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 to me, Switzerland is still in my second home. I mean, that's where my brother lives now and all that and and all the different things. But like Stockholm is another city that I that I like. It was by the water, but Sydney. It is it is just magical, and I love their attitude. Um, and so, yeah. So, but going back to Africa, not enough. Been to Senegal. I'm dying to really see properly Eastern Africa and Western Africa, like Ghana and uh, Cote d'Ivoire. And I've been to um, Botswana, Mozambique, because I I definitely want to go to all the ex Portuguese colonies, which um, huge huge revelation when I was there. Because they seem to, the Portuguese built exactly the same way that they built a city in Brazil, even to the point of what kind of trees they planted. And when I was in Maputo, I was like, I look back and it's like, my God, this could be a city in the state of Mato Grosso in, in Brazil, but I'm in Africa. Botswana and Tunis, uh, Tunisia, Tunisia and Morocco. So yeah. I'm very, very, and Ethiopia. I'm very deficient. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, I... Because I always feel that Africa is a little bit of the neglected continent. People go to all the other continents and less to Africa. And it's so beautiful. There is so much to see. And, yeah, but, uh, but that, that, there is a logic to it for those who are not really well versed. Because a lot of people really look for comfort when they're going in their vacation. I'm an explorer. I love to discover. And yeah, there the infrastructure... Um, that one may be accustomed to is lacking in certain parts of Africa, which again, I turn it around and I feel like that's part of the charm. I mean, that's part of, you know, the exploration part. That's part of the history. Like when, I mean, I was dying to go to Zanzibar because of the incredible history, the mix of Arab and and African and Indian and British culture all, all put together. You can even taste it in the food that is available. And if you, if you do your homework, um, I mean, just walking the streets of Stonetown, it's just full of history. So when I was in Senegal, it was the same thing. You know, um, it was interesting to see how former European colonies, how you find the influence of, you know, the the countries that originally colonized them. Mm -hmm. And I found this wonderful, um, well, actually found me. I mean, I was just walking and the smell of freshly baked croissants just full of my nose. And uh, and it was just wonderful little bakery in in Senegal. I mean, I'm sorry, in Dakar. Um, that I was like, oh my god, 
who would have thought, you know? So yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It, it is not necessarily well advertised. And, yeah, and I think I, a lot of times people think, unfortunately, but let's talk about it. It, it, it is what, which I disagree in, in, in labeling that, but, but it's the dark continent. So it's kind of yeah, like, oh my God, yeah. you know, that's where, shame, you know, it's like, it really is. It, and I'm like, you know what, that, that should never be tagged on the, I mean, to me, is a credible humanity is the, is where it, it has such an incredible, vast beauty. I mean, from, from luscious jungles to incredible, you know, the largest desert in the world to incredible water sources. I mean, like Victoria, waterfalls and stuff. So if you're an adventurer, that's what it is. True, you're going to have to do a much better job in um, in organizing your trip if you, because I usually, like I said, I'm usually an independent traveler because if you go in a lot of those tours, yeah, it's going to cost you, you know, mm-hmm. a, a ton of money. And then that stops you from exploring more. Anytime that I have a chance uh, and I'm already planning, you know, um, in the... A, a couple trips within Africa, uh, I would always say to people, I mean, go, J- yeah. just go, but, but disconnect from your world. Okay. So, and then start, and, and by, by all means, do not compare. Oh my God. Look, I mean, they haven't picked up the trash here. I'm like, seriously. I mean, you're going to go across the world to trying to say, to trying to see how, you know, you're looking for the things that are at home, then stay home, you know? I yes, mean, exactly, as as exactly, yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse than walking into a shopping mall somewhere, anywhere, and then just seeing the same shops, exactly the same shops that you Oh see. my God, I cannot believe you said that because I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I understand, but I turn around and I, I mean, I leave, unless I have something that I need to yeah. do there because there's yeah. a shop that somebody said, oh, you know, this craft, I love going to art and craft. Places mm-hmm. like I went to this place in in Senegal that they had um, in, in 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 the capital city of the car that they had ebony figurines and I saw the guy who made it and I and and, and to me I, I I get an incredible thrill when I press the money in his hand it doesn't go to the middleman like they do in Australia you know the Aboriginals I mean they they, they get very little for their incredible paintings or anything I know that this is going to his family, and he's being compensated for the incredible job that I'm taking home. And so, yeah, I, here in my home, I have a bunch of things that every time I look at them, I, I always try to bring something that is emblematic, mm-hmm. uh, that is simple to carry, because it triggers the memory of how did I get that? What was the conversation that I had with that yeah, individual? It's not the value. It's not. You know, the no, oh, absolutely not. I mean, yeah. it is it, sometimes it, it's things that are very simple, but they're well crafted. And and what made him or her do this? And a lot of the times, it's like, well, my dad did it, or I learned this from my mom. You know, it's like again, family is so important, just like to us overseas. And uh, and before you know it, it's just like, please come back. You know, you got a friend here in in, in Dakar. I used, yeah. to, I used to misspell it. I used to say, or, or pronounce, mispronounce it. I used to say Dakar. It's like, no, it's Dakar. And I thought, <laughs> oh, okay. You sound like you're slapping me, but that's fine. I follow you, you know? So, and that to me enriches me to no end, to feel that we can do anything if we really set our minds to, and, and if you point yourself in the right direction. Fascinating, Andre. Tell me, where because time is 
flying when you're having fun. We're all the Absolutely, especially with you. We're going to have to you? do this again. I don't know. <laughs> well, we can do more. What are your plans? What's next? That's a good question because I'm at, at the crossroad. Um, I want to do something trying to help um, the current refugee problem that we have around the world. I was really affected by unfortunate that the invasion of uh, Ukraine because think about it. We all go about our daily routine in seven months, you know, going on to really what, let's go back 10 months ago. They were having a regular life. And nowadays, I mean, parts of that beautiful country is completely ruined just because somebody doesn't respect, you know, the history or the one to recreate it and stuff. So that's one of the things that I'm trying to see how I can do that since, you know, I'm multicultural. I, I have, I mean, I can pack really in 20 minutes and I don't mind going to the other side of the world. Um, and, and sometimes a lot of those people, what they really need is, is somebody to provide them hope, you know, um, and, and guidance because they are so confused and, and trying to make sense of something that really doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. That's where I mean, so I'm thinking about, you know, um, all sorts of um, international organizations that, that, might need someone as uh, <laughs> energetic and uh, multifaceted like myself. That um, So I'm working on that. Okay. So we just have to keep following you on Instagram and see where you are going to go next, because um, I'm sure there is something coming and, and I'm sure <laughs> there is also going to be a few detours on your way to wherever you're going to go. Once oh my God, I mean... <laughs> You, you you seem to, I mean, the next thing you're going to know is you're going to ask, is you're going to tell me what color, you know, shirt I'm wearing. You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, uh, that has been a huge conduit. And, and I have learned so much from a lot of different um, followers that, um, actually, I, I, I hate saying that we're followers, to be honest. I mean, to, be, to me, a lot of them have become uh, friends. I have met uh, a, a, a quite a, a number of them. Um, who somehow are just going to be passing by where they are. And, and it's so interesting, you know, to see how one has inspired them. Like um, I put something about, you know, Sansibar of Bali, and it's like, you know what, you convinced me. I mean, somebody who eventually contacted me back is like, and it, it was this woman, and, and she's like, I want to thank you. And it's like, okay, for what? What did I do? And, it's like, and then she referred to her fiancé, he is the one who proposed to her in Bali, and eventually he told her about how he was inspired by some of my stories to go there. And she thought, you know, what a way for them to start their lives together. And I'm like, you know, do good and try to help everybody and and, and go forward, you know. So you're absolutely right. So that um, is such a beautiful ending, actually, Andre, to this uh, thank you. very, thank you. very, very interesting conversation that we've had. And I don't think we're done yet. I think we're going to have to do more at another uh, opportunity. Anytime, Elizabeth. I, I, I actually am honored to finally have the time. I know you're a very, very busy, inspirational person and, um, and you're a point of light. And so anytime, uh, I will make time. Because it's so enriching to just have uh, this exchange that um, can really empower other people who to, to just go and do what they've been wanting to do, but somehow they they stay put. And um, absolutely. So, yes. Yeah. 
It's mostly fear, Andre. It's fear of of leaving the comfort zone. And um, as you know, you you know it very well. You were ill, and I know it from reading books. At the end, we're not going to regret what we did, but we're going to regret what we didn't do. Oh my God! That's one of my oh my God, Elizabeth. That's one of my favorite sayings because it's true. I am a living evidence of that. Even though it sounds crazy many times when you think like, oh, let's go and do this or that. And it's like, and people are very cautious, which is normal because you're always cautious of the unknown. It's kind of like, you know, do I jump into the pool? But look at the distance. Oh, my God. So Sometimes you just have to follow your instinct and do it. And then after it's like, oh, my God, why did I ever even... Was afraid of it. I want to do it again. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. Well, Absolutely. that's why. Right, that's why all this stuff becomes addictive because you actually realize that once you have broken that fear barrier, it is so much fun. Well, that, it's funny because that, that's what one of very recurring questions that people do. Well, aren't you afraid? I mean, I mean, like I remember saying, "I'm going to Australia," but that's so far. And I'm like, <laughs> do, I mean, am I rowing here? I mean, as long as there is, you know. There is adult beverages on the slide up and I get to sleep, wake up, voila, hello, yeah. and a good day. Uh, and I'm like, they look at you like, wow, yeah, you're a different, you know, you, you definitely dance at a different beat. And you're like, so can you, you just, uh, you know, go, um, just do it. Okay, so let's leave it at that. Thank you so, so much, Andre, for being my guest today on Most Memorable Journeys. Thank you, Elizabeth, for the opportunity. And thank you for being such an inspiring, lovely, lovely uh, person. And let's do this again anytime. That you we need, will. That you if you enjoy my podcast, please like, share and subscribe to my channel. You will find all the information in the show notes.